tips or best ways to structure morning formulas for maximum efficiency. Number one, numero uno for maximum efficiency is freaking do it. Don't skip it ever. That's rule number one. You're listening to the Traffic and Funnel Show. Push versus pull weeks and days. When did you start implementing those? And do you think you'd have started earlier if you could start again? I started implementing those just to not die. Um, probably around October of last year. And then I re-upped. With me, Like I'll test things and then I'll forget about them, which is not good. But uh, sometimes I'll test something and it'll work. And it'll work so well that I forget to do it again for a year because uh, that's my nature. Anyways... I think I started doing like testing them in October. I got really serious about them in January. And that's when I really started getting serious about like all the productivity stuff, the lag days on Wednesdays, like all of that goodness. Cause I taught it, I think in December and then January, I was like, I'm going to, I did it, but I didn't do it as consistently as when I did it as when I started in January. So I would have started sooner. And like right now I'm in a push week. It's uh, you know, eight o'clock. On a Facebook Live, I left my house at 4.20 this morning. Um, I was in meetings literally all day. We have Eli Wild in town for sales mentor. I left the office at 6.30, picked up food, came home, ate some food. Now I'm hanging out with you guys. I got a full day tomorrow. Got a couple new trainings. This is a push week. I'm going to be exhausted when we get to Friday. Like Friday, if you see me, I'll just be staring at the walls, like so tired. But I can do that because next week, is going to be a, a lot lighter. And last week wasn't as crazy either. So I would totally start it because it allows you to get just extra juice when you need it rather than trying to be on all the time. With your weekly daily planning and reviews, what are the parts that you're inflexible with and what are you flexible with? I love Pat's questions. Your questions are so sophisticated. Um, and just a tip to, to people here is like, even when we get on with Jay, like we've navigated away from a lot of just asking what he what he would do and we've more gotten into like these kind of questions, like how do you think about different things? Here's a guy who's done all this revenue. Like, how do you think about it? That's a great question, um, dude. I am inflexible with actually just doing it. Like, I want to do it, and if I don't do it, I feel like I failed. If I do it, I feel like I win. If I don't do it, I feel like I failed. What I'm flexible with is like the day, the time. I don't care if I do it on Saturday or do it on Sunday. Because sometimes I'm, you know, most Sundays I'm at church, uh, Sunday mornings. So I've gotten into the habit of doing my weekly plan on Sunday afternoons. But sometimes I feel really good on Saturdays. So I'll do it on Saturdays. So I'm very flexible with the timing of it. I'm inflexible with actually doing it. Tips or best ways to structure morning formulas for maximum efficiency. Number one, numero uno for maximum efficiency is freaking do it. Don't skip it ever. That's rule number one. Uh, rule number two is updated every single month. Always be updating it. Don't ever allow your morning formula to get stale. You know it gets stale. Everyone's going to like pop quiz for everyone. And everyone here is going to probably fail. You know it's stale when you read your morning formula and you don't feel anything. You don't feel excited. You don't feel moved. You feel nothing. It's gotten stale. It's gotten the new year. So I like rewrote pieces of my morning formula this morning. I'm always updating it. And I'll probably spend like 10 or 15 minutes every week moving stuff around. But then I'll go in and I'll spend like an hour or so every month. And I'll change a part. Y'all, even if you like take... A line, like a sentence and you bold it, 
it re-energizes and it puts life back into the document. It's really weird how that happens. But even if it's just something simple like moving something around, you got you to gotta treat it like a living document. I feel like I have to update it pretty regularly. Chris doesn't, but Chris is a different animal. I feel like he is more consistent than I am. And so I feel like I need a little bit more, like I just need a little bit more change in my life than Chris does. And so I think it depends on your personality because you could have one for three months. I have to update mine very regularly and you'll hit your goals. Definitely not once every, every quarter. Like I just rewrote a big piece of mine this morning and I'll probably be back digging around in it Friday. Honestly, like I'll be messing with stuff on Friday. This is something that you change too. You can change the order. Right now, I have my perfect day at the very top. So the first thing that when I go in and I read it, it's my perfect day. And it starts at 4.45 in the morning. It goes all the way to 9.30. And it's everything inside of my perfect day. It's the day that I want to relive a thousand times. It's like the day that if you could repeat a thousand times, you would be so far beyond your goals. It's that day. It goes, go to the gym and what I do when I get to work and like literally go through the drive through at Starbucks and like I get detailed. The point is you want it to be detailed enough that you can visualize it. If you can visualize it, it will happen. It may not happen tomorrow, but literally what's freaky is part of the reason that you'll have to update your morning formula is because you just cross everything off. Like everything happens. You end up accomplishing everything that is on the list. Ari, do you talk about your relationship with your wife and your morning formula? How do you structure that since, of course, you can't control her? Nothing truer has ever been said, ever. I'm not kidding either. Um, yeah, I do. I talk about not her specifically, but family, my family. Just that, um, you know, my family is going to get the very best part of me. Uh, work is not going to get the best part of me. My family will get my best. They are re- my my highest and best self is reserved for my family. But it's just a principle. I don't really go into great detail because like you said, I can't really control that as much. And it just, like since April, it's just been in constant chaos. Like having Kate, like I have no idea what, like I know what tomorrow night looks like because I'm watching Kate, but I have no idea like what really the rest of the month. Like I can't even get past. There's, There's so much in my family life that I'm just like, well, as long you know, my principle is that they're going to get my best, but I can't put that in my perfect day yet because I don't know what's going to happen. Because Kate could like, you know, eat and poop everywhere, and then my perfect day is ruined. Should price increase end in an eight hundred? A one k price increase is pretty big. A one k price increase is not that big. Um, the reason that you know it doesn't have to end at 800, the reason we, I, I like like things that are like not normal. So 5,300 or 6,800 or 6,700, it doesn't matter what it is. What I don't like is the thousands when it ends in a, in a 1,000. So I would rather go from 7K to 8,800 than go from 7K to 8K. Any ideas how to get past the resistance to Facebook videos? You just do them. The best way to get past resistance is to just do it. Do it before you think about it. Just like do it before you can talk yourself out of doing it, if you know what I mean. 
And once you go, once you do it once, twice, three times, you will become comfortable with it. I notice when I don't have many calls books, I lose my hunger and my edge. When I'm doing calls regularly, I get into the zone and I'm always wanting to do them. This is normal. Like the, part of this is to be expected. It's like if I don't work out for six months and I go run it on a treadmill, it, it, it's hard. But if I run every day for 30 days, it's easy. That's the same. Like it's a muscle. You have musculature built into how you think. The part of it's muscle memory. But I have a pre-call ritual that I used to do. Um, and it you need to listen to your... Before you get on a call, or every day, even if you're low on calls, listen to some of your best calls every single day. And even if you don't have calls, you have listened to them, which is training your muscle memory. That'll keep you in the zone. When you're coaching clients, how do you know when you need to challenge, call them out versus empathize and encourage them? I have a client who's getting results, is crying on the phone with me every call. Well, I always try to encourage and this is something that's different than me like last year. Now everybody's like 2018 Taylor, like bring 2018 Taylor back. But the truth is in 2018, I had courage, but no empathy. And that makes a person mean at times. And now I wanna have the courage with the empathy. I wanna be able to challenge people while at the same time encouraging them that me challenging them is really for their benefit and so I try to do a little bit of both all the time. That said, uh, anytime you can zoom out and you can show someone the big picture, get, get their agreement on what the destination is, and then zoom back in and tell them that they're being a baby or tell them that they need to grow through this. If you get their permission to be, can I, do I, can I have your permission to coach you? Can I have your permission? Like, I hear what you're saying. Do I, can I tell you the truth right now? Because the truth is designed to help you but you're not going to like it. Do I have your permission to say that? And they're like, yes. Then you have a good balance because you are not just barging into them and ruining their identity. You've gotten their buy-in, you've gotten their permission, and now you can say something that might be a little harsh, but they know it's because you care about them. I can't want success for you more than you want it for yourself. And that sounds like what's happening. So we may need to snip, snip. Like, you're telling me you want this for your kids, but what I see is your kids actually don't really matter to you because you can't even hit your messenger goals. Let's agree to come to a, a definition of what caring about success looks like. This is something I learned, I feel like I learned the hard way last year. Leadership without empathy is bullying. Now, there's different definitions of leadership because some would say leadership requires empathy, but I absolutely agree with that because if you don't have the ability to... Hear, my definition of leadership is being able to see and put yourself in the in the shoes of other people. And in, if you don't have empathy, you can't really do that. And so, absolutely, you have to have the ability to put yourself in their shoes. That doesn't mean you don't call them out, and it doesn't mean you don't give them tough love. It just means that the reason you're doing it is because I've seen where you wanna go and I know how to get there, and how you're behaving now is not how to get there, you know? Cool, 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 cool. You guys are the best. Have a great Monday night. Let's push through, hit our goals. It's time to grow. See you. Thanks for listening. For more from Chris and Taylor, visit trafficandfunnels.com and get a free gift just for being a subscriber. That's trafficandfunnels.com. Hey, what if you could be in the boardroom where we sit down and we plan out how we're going to grow our eight-figure company month in and month out. If you've ever wondered how traffic and funnels grew so quickly, there are strategies, there are formulas that you can model in your business that our clients are modeling to scale 
to the moon and back. This is an amazing program. It's called Insiders Access Monthly. And we've put together a couple words on a page that you can actually go and check out this offer, trafficandfunnels.com slash IAM. You will not be sorry, I promise you. Let me know what you think.